eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in 10 innings here today. The Dodgers 5 and the Padres 2. A very tough defeat for the San Diego Padres in the rubber game of this three-game series against L.A. Final totals in 10 for the Dodgers. Five runs, six hits, no errors. And for San Diego, two runs, nine hits, and one error. Padres with the defeat dropped to 18-17. and 17. Dodgers with the win improved to 21-14. and 14. And the Padres now two games behind L.A. for first place in the National League West. Padres were aiming to win a regular season series against the Dodgers. For the first time in a long time, the Dodgers had won the last nine series in the regular season against the Padres, albeit the Padres beating the Dodgers when it mattered most last year in the NLDS. And for about eight-plus innings here today, it looked like the Padres might be on their way to doing that, but the Dodgers, who trailed 2-0 for a lot of this game, they score one in the sixth inning, one in the ninth inning to tie it, a solo game-tying home run by Mookie Betts against Josh Hader, who suffers his first blown save of the season, and then the Dodgers scoring three in the top of the tenth inning. Padres getting two within the span of four batters in this game in the first inning to begin the game. Tatis, Machado, Soto, and Bogart by the time those guys had stepped to the plate in the first inning, Padres had a 2-0 lead, but the Padres did not score again in this game. And again, the Dodgers getting one in the sixth inning, one in the ninth inning on the Betts home run. That was a huge moment in this game, and three in the tenth inning as the Dodgers, after losing the series opener on Friday, bounced back with a win yesterday and a win here today in the rubber game. 
A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll play you back the highlights when we come back. We'll recap this one. We'll also go down towards the Padres Clubhouse here from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Plus, we'll have a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and much, much more to come as we break this one down from Petco Park. A tough loss, no doubt about it, for the Padres here tonight. The final score in 10, Dodgers 5, Padres 2. We get it rolling on our post-game show when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. score here tonight at Petco Park. The Dodgers 5 and the Padres 2 as the Dodgers win it in 10 innings. Dodgers win the rubber game of this three-game series. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Sunday evening. A tough one for the Padres. No doubt about that here tonight. And now the Padres will head off to Minnesota off day tomorrow in Minneapolis and then a three-game series against the Minnesota Twins Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and a three-game series in LA against the Dodgers Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So the Padres and Dodgers will square off once again uh, very shortly after uh, the next three games and three more games in LA Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. A lot to break down in this game, a lot to recap. Let's do it with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Our starting pitching matchup, Julio Arias against Joe Musgrove. Musgrove, 1-2-3, first inning, striking out two. Padres struck early against Julio Arias. Fernando Tatis Jr. started the bottom half of the first inning with a bloop, a bloop double into right center. James Outman dove for it but could not reel it in. Manny Machado was next. Here's the pitch from Arias. That swung on, lined into right field and a base hit. That's going to find the gap. That's going to roll, and that's going to give the Padres the lead. Fernando scores. Manny walking into second base. Back-to-back to begin the game, and the Padres lead it one to nothing. After a long flyout from Juan Soto, it was Xander Bogarts. Bogarts hits one in the air to deep right center. Pence is going back again in front of the wall. Hops up, can't make the catch. Manny will come in to score, and into second base is Bogarts. Two to nothing, San Diego. Padres scoring two in the opening frame in the span of four batters. Meanwhile, Joe Musgrove got off to a great start, six up, six down to begin the game. He worked around two walks and a scoreless third. Musgrove kept on rolling. He struck out two in a scoreless fourth inning, got the first two outs of the fifth inning, and then allowed his first hit of the day on a soft liner from Chris Taylor uh, in that fifth inning. So for a while there, Joe Musgrove had not allowed a hit. Julio Arias settled in as well. He pitched scoreless frames from the second through the fifth. We went to the sixth inning. Padres still leading 2 nothing. Freddie Freeman hit a fly ball towards the left field line. Juan Soto went back on it and towards the line. He dropped it. It would, it would have been a running catch for Soto, but certainly an error on Juan Soto. Freeman ended up on second base. Will Smith was next. 
Here's Will Smith. He swings, lines one to left field. That'll get down. That'll get the Dodgers a run. Soto able to cut it off before it gets to the warning track. Throw coming into second base, not in time. Smith slides in with a double, and the Dodgers on the board as Freeman crosses the plate. It's 2-1. to one. A 2-1 to one game as the Padres still had the lead. Musgrove was taken out, replaced by Tim Hill. Hill struck out the first batter he faced and got a line out to center field for out number two. He then hit a batter. Bob Melvin went to Stephen Wilson to face Miguel Vargas. He drew a walk. The bases were loaded with two outs for David Peralta, but Wilson got a pop out to end the inning and strand the bases loaded. Padres still led 2-1. to one. Really good job in that sixth inning to keep the Padres ahead by the Padres relievers. Orias and Yancey Almonte combined for a scoreless bottom half of the sixth inning. Steven Wilson and Nick Martinez combined for a scoreless top of the seventh. Almonte pitched the scoreless bottom half. Padres still led 2-1 to one going to the eighth inning. Martinez gave up a leadoff double to Will Smith, then a walk. Runners on first and second with nobody out, but... Martinez struck out pinch hitter Michael Bush. He got a fly out from James Outman. The Dodgers rally was left up to Miguel Vargas. 1-0 pitch, swung on, looped over to short. Bogarts goes up in the air to make the catch and end the inning. Dodgers had two on and nobody out. They do not score. Nick Martinez comes on and gets Bush and Outman and Vargas. And we go to the bottom of the eighth with the Padres still in front 2-1. At the moment in this game, that was absolutely huge because it meant Josh Hader would likely have a save chance in the top of the ninth inning. Padres didn't score in the bottom half of the eighth inning. We went to the top of the ninth inning. Josh Hader, who had been a perfect 11 for 11 in save opportunity so far this year, he faced Trace Thompson to begin the inning with the Padres having a 2-1 to lead, got a ground out. Then Chris Taylor hit a fly out to left field. Two outs, nobody on. The Padres one out away from a win. Mookie Betts stepped in for L.A. Here's the pitch from Hayter. Swing and a high fly ball to deep left center. Soto's going back at the wall. This one going to go. A game-tying home run for Mookie Betts with two outs in the top of the ninth. Just like that, we were tied at two. The first blown save for Josh Hader in this season. Hader would get the next batter, Freddie Freeman. To send us to the bottom of the ninth inning, Caleb Ferguson came on out of the L.A. bullpen. He retired the Padres in order, one, two, three. So we went to extra innings. This ball game tied at two. The automatic runner for L.A. was Freddie Freeman on second base. Brent Honeywell came in in the top of the tenth inning. He got a ground out from Will Smith as Freeman went to third, then got a strikeout of Max Muncy. So it looked like Honeywell might get out of the inning. Freeman on third base, two men away, a 2-2 game in the top of the 10th inning, Michael Bush, who had pinched it earlier in the game, stepped in for L.A. Here's the 3-2 pitch, swing and a line drive into left field, Soto charging, can't get their base hit. Freeman will score, and the Dodgers lead for the first time today. Michael Bush, an opposite field single, and it's 3-2 Los Angeles in the 10th. Unfortunately, Dodgers weren't done. James Outman was next. Pitched to Outman, swung on, hit in the air to deep right field. Tatis going back. He's at the wall looking up. This one going to go into the Petco porch. A two-run home run for James Outman. And all of a sudden, the Dodgers lead 5-2 in the 10th. 
A three-run top of the 10th inning for the L.A. Dodgers. In the bottom half of the 10th inning, it was Evan Phillips who came on. Automatic runner for San Diego is Trent Grisham on second base, but Phillips got Tatis Machado and Soto in order to end the game. And that was it. Final score in 10, the Dodgers 5 and the Padres 2 as the Dodgers, after losing the series opener on Friday, bounce back with wins on Saturday and Sunday. Dodgers with the win improved to 21-14. and 14. Padres with the defeat improve or I should say drop to 18 and 17. So that's the way it went here tonight at Petco Park. Let's hear some post-game reaction go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear from Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Frustrating. It's, you know, it's baseball sometimes. You know, we felt good about where we were, where we were at the time. Pretty good hitter, got a really good hitter, got a pitch he could handle, and, you know, ended up being tie game with two outs so it's going to happen sometimes Hader's been absolutely fantastic and had one more out to get and Mookie Betts is a tough customer you give Urias uh, the, the credit after the first inning yeah it looks like we had him on the ropes we've I think we've done that a couple times with him before where you you know you get him out of rhythm early on score a couple runs off him and then can't muster anything later obviously we had some opportunities and factored in a little bit later you managed really aggressively there in the sixth inning. Is that just a product of where the schedule lined up the Thursday and the? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we tried to get the best matchups we possibly could. Um, so yeah, with an off day and a, and a bullpen that's fairly rested, we did the best we could with it. What did you think of Joe today? I thought he was great. I mean, really, right away, you know, had good riding fastball. You know, struck out Freeman with a probably as good a heater in the top of the zone as we've seen for a while looked like he hadn't missed a beat spinning the ball really well was going to keep you know even sending him out for the for the sixth you know pitch count was under control didn't want him to throw more than about 85 is the most we were going to look out of him today was that a product of just kind of the start of the season that he's yeah had just the... had a couple of starts and then you know it, it hasn't been a consistent uh pace for him but really i don't want to say surprised by how good he was but he was really good what can you take on the whole from the, the three games this weekend? They were all really pretty tight. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what's going to be, right? We would have loved to take the first series, especially here at home. We had a chance to, just couldn't finish it off. Honeywell was also one out away from getting out of that. Like, is that extra, like, sting just being that close? Uh, you know, the game in general was. I don't know that one particular thing made it more so than, you know, disappointing than, it, than the other. What did you see on the home run that he gave up? The Honeywell? Uh, it looked like a changeup just didn't get away. I mean, I can't see really see in and out, but the fact that he pulled it, whether he was sitting on it or not, I don't know. But, um, you know, probably just didn't get away enough. Pinch hitting a catcher for a catcher. You're probably saving Grisham, obviously, for the next inning. But uh, what- Yeah, I like the way Sullivan was swinging at the time. So, you know, we were going we to use both those guys either way. I just, I just liked the way Sully was swinging. Could he start earning more playing time? I know he's already been playing quite a bit, but just with the well, way he's, he's been swinging the bat better, and you know we get into some situations where you know Knowles to this point hasn't come through, and and you know Sullivan has, so we'll see where we go from here. All right, one more. Soto is he? Uh, 
Is he coming close to performing to that great track record that we're all waiting to see? Yeah, you know, up until the last couple games, he's, he's been hitting his stride a lot better. He's been getting consistent at bats. You know, moved his average up quite a bit. And, you know, it's not always the, you know, easiest thing to do to carry it on against good pitching every game. But, yeah, I do think so. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse here at Petco Park. Again, the final score, the Dodgers 5 and the Padres 2. And the Padres, again, dropped to 18 and 17. Dodgers improved to 21 and 14, not to... uh, uh, you know, rub any salt in the wound after two losses to the Dodgers. But I did say uh, towards the top of the postgame show, Padres were two games behind the Dodgers for first place in the NL West. That is actually three games. So uh, I just wanted to correct myself. I know that won't make anybody feel better out there, but they are, in fact, three games behind L.A. now for first place in the NL West. Although the good news, it is May 7th, uh, albeit after a frustrating couple of days for the Padres here against the L.A. Dodgers. Really for a number of reasons, and we'll dive those when we come back. Uh, we'll also take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and much, much more to come as we wrap this one up from Petco Park. Again, the final score, Dodgers 5, Padres 2. Our post-game coverage continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here tonight, the Dodgers 5 and the Padres 2. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Good to have you with us on this Sunday evening. Hope you had a good Sunday for the most part until really... The ninth inning, it looked like it was going to be a very good Sunday for the Padres. They had a 2-1 to lead heading into the ninth inning, but Mookie Betts, a two-out game-tying solo home run in the ninth inning to tie it at two. Dodgers then scored three in the tenth inning to win it by the final score of 5-2. to two. And like I said earlier, and again, not to rub any uh, you know salt in the wound, if you will, but the Dodgers won their 10th consecutive regular season series against the Padres. Now, of course, the Padres won last year's NLDS between these two teams. So that streak for the Dodgers doesn't carry a whole lot of weight because of what happened last October. But bottom line is this, Padres had a really good win on Friday night and then Let's be honest, Ted, two really good opportunities for wins after that, losing 2-1 to yesterday and losing by the final of 5-2 to here today. Let's dive in before we get to our ace pitcher of the game and more. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, all that good stuff coming up here on the Padres Radio Network. Let's dive into some of the aspects of this game and of this series. You'll look at the first inning in this game here today against who is a really good starting pitcher in Julio Arias. Padres get a bloop double from Fernando Tatis Jr. to begin the game. Manny Machado then an RBI double. 
Xander Bogarts later in the inning with one out, RBI double, just like that. Padres had a 2-0 lead, long way to go in the game, but hey, against a guy like Julio Arias, you will take that every time, scoring two runs in the matter of four batters. But really, after that point, after that RBI double for Xander Bogarts, it was a real struggle for this Padres offense. Even in that first inning, Bogarts on second base, one out, Padres couldn't get him in. Then after that, we'll just run through the offense. One, two, three, second inning. Padres got a one-out single for Manny Machado in the third, but a double play right off the bat, uh, right after that, off the bat of Juan Soto. Fourth inning, runners on first and second, two out. Uh, they couldn't score there. Two-out single in the fifth inning by Manny. Couldn't get him in. Three hits today for Manny Machado. Two on, two out in the sixth inning. Now runners on first and second. Padres didn't score there. They had a leadoff single in the eighth inning, one, two, three, ninth inning, and then with the automatic runner, uh, Trent Grisham on second base in the tenth inning, Padres trailing by three. Tatis Machado Soto go down in order. So, look, uh, at that point it's already a three-run game, but certainly you were hoping that the Padres could make some noise in the bottom half of the tenth inning with the, the, the very top of the order coming up that did not happen so certainly that was a big aspect of this game Padres scored two runs right away against Julio Arias but could not find a way to tack on or to then score in the bottom of the ninth inning after the game was tied or when they trailed in the bottom of the tenth inning Padres went two for ten with runners in scoring position we've talked at length about the issues with runners in scoring position towards the bottom of Major League Baseball as far as batting average, with runners in scoring position. And last couple of nights, uh, they've had troubles uh, in that category once again, just when they looked like they were sort of coming out of it collectively, offensively, and really starting to get going. Padres left eight on base in this ball game here tonight. So that was certainly one aspect of it, the offense. The other part of this that I think really hurts in this series is that and i was i was saying it uh to somebody uh right before the ninth inning began and i was just saying you know if the padres do win this game they will have held the dodgers the dodgers offense by the way that came in red hot i mean they scored a lot of runs on that homestand uh against the uh against the uh, Phillies, and who else did the Dodgers play on that homestand? It's uh, evading me now. But uh, they had won six straight coming into this series, 6-0 and in a homestand. We talked about it uh, the first game of the series in the pregame, how good the Dodgers' offense had been in that homestand and in that six-game winning streak. You know, before the ninth inning, they had held the Dodgers to five runs, two on Friday, two on Saturday, and then until that ninth inning, one here on uh, Sunday, so five before the ninth inning, Padres end up giving up nine in the series, which, by the way, is not a lot either, really. Uh, five is even better, but that's where it really hurts. I mean, other uh, before the ninth inning, again, Padres had only allowed five runs in this series, so to only win one of the games, uh, that certainly hurts. Padres starting pitching was good in this series. Seth Lugo. Uh, or excuse me, you Darvish on Friday, six and two-thirds innings, one earned run given up. Joe Musgrove, five-plus innings, no earned runs given up in this outing here today through 81 pitches. Uh, he's still building up uh, a little bit after the late start. And the Padres' bullpen in this game, here was the other part of it on the pitching side. The Padres' bullpen in this game, until Josh Hader in the ninth inning, 
I mean, they worked out of a lot of jams. Sixth inning, the mix of Tim Hill, Stephen Wilson, end up stranding the bases loaded, keep it a two-to-one game. The eighth inning, Nick Martinez dealing with runners on first and second, nobody out, gets the next three hitters, and then Hader gets the first two outs of the ninth inning. Look, the last thing you are going to hear me do uh, is put this on Josh Hader. He has been terrific this year. Um, he has been terrific for a long time now, going back to last September, including the postseason a year ago. Hey, Mookie Betts is a fantastic player. He's a tremendous player, and Betts uh, had a moment and put a good swing on a pitch. That will happen to the best closers in baseball. I cannot, you know, I can't put this on Josh Hader here tonight. He's been terrific, and he gave up a solo home run in a one-run game, and he didn't give it up to anybody in the, the bottom of the lineup. He gave it up to Mookie Betts, of all people. Um, so those things will happen. Brent Honeywell almost got out of the 10th inning. You have to tip your cap to Michael Bush. Good piece of hitting uh, the other way in the 10th inning. Young player came through, made it a 3-2 to two game. Then James Outman uh, with the two-run home, uh, two home run. Uh, in the 10th inning to uh, put this game away. Dodgers had a 5-2 to two lead, and the Padres did not respond in the bottom half of the 10th inning. So that's the way we break this one down here today. Uh, Padres, again, scoring early, but could not find a way to get anything more from innings 2 through 10. Uh, starting pitching-wise, it was good again here today. Soto made an error in left field that led to that first unearned run against Joe Musgrove. That was not a great moment. Um... But, you know, again, on the pitching side of things today, it's it's really hard to point any blame. Musgrove was good. Bullpen did a really good job getting out of jams against this very dangerous L.A. lineup. And then, you know, the 10th the inning, um, Honeywell was really close to getting out of it. And the other thing, and I talk about this every time there's an extra inning game, you know, Brent Honeywell's coming in with a runner on second base, nobody out. So if you remove that, right, I mean, then that two-out single given up to Michael Bush is just a a two-out single. Nobody comes in to score. So, you know, the extra innings are so tough for the relievers coming in in those uh, hard situations. And uh, Honeywell, you know, giving up the RBI single, not a big deal because you know you're going to have that tying run on second base in the bottom half of the inning and the winning run immediately at the plate, but obviously giving up the home run. Uh, was uh, a bigger deal because uh, it made the task that much harder for the Padres offense in the bottom half. So that's the way uh, we kind of wrap this one up. Padres fall 5-2 to two to the L.A. Dodgers as the Dodgers win 2-3 of three. against the Padres. It is an early uh, season series here in May. It's May 7th, but this would have been a really nice series win for the Padres. Could not get it, unfortunately. The good news Padres have another opportunity to get a series win next weekend in L.A., Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we'll see if the Padres can get a series win next weekend at Dodger Stadium. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game brought to you by the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware from traeger and weber to the big green egg all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware tonight's ace pitcher of the game who do we go with here tonight hmm 
You know, I'm going to stay on the Padres side of things because I thought this was a really good outing for Joe Musgrove. Five-plus innings. The only run he gave up was unearned. Didn't give up a hit until there were two men away in the fifth inning. Did walk a few batters, but that was no big deal. And then again, the run he gave up, that was after the error by Soto, which allowed Freeman to reach second base with nobody out. RBI double for Will Smith after that, but again, the run was unearned. And uh, look, five very strong innings, five-plus strong innings for Joe Musgrove in this game. He did pitch into the sixth inning, threw 81 pitches, still uh, building up a little bit after starting the season late, but uh, he was really good. So Joe Musgrove will be our ace pitcher of the game. It was uh, good in this uh, outing here today. Certainly uh, a good start to build on for Joe Musgrove. When we come back, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin again. We'll play back some of his sound bites from earlier today uh, from the post-game press conference in case you are just getting in the car after the game or you missed it earlier. We'll do that. We'll give out some more of our daily awards and a very full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little bit as well. Our post-game show continues when we come back. Again, the final LA5 San Diego 2 back in a moment on the Padres Radio Network. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score at Petco Park here tonight, the Dodgers 5 and the Padres 2. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building. Everybody has gone home from the loft and from Petco Park, and uh, it's just me now and uh, all the seats out there and all of you listening. Hope you're having a great Sunday. A uh, tough one today for the Padres, no doubt about that, as they drop the rubber game of this three-game series to the L.A. Dodgers. Again, a reminder, Padres and Dodgers will play one another Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in L.A., so they will resume the rivalry very quickly here and hopefully a chance for the Padres to get a series win against L.A. Well, in case you missed it, let's play back some of the sound bites from Bob Melvin's post-game press conference. We played the full thing earlier uh, earlier for you, but in case you're just uh, getting in the car or uh, just uh, tuning in right now, let's uh, get some post-game reaction from Bob Melvin. Here was Melvin on tonight's game uh, saying uh, essentially that these kinds of games happen sometimes. Frustrating. It's, you know, baseball sometimes. You know, we felt good about where we were at the time. Pretty good hitter, really good hitter, got a pitch he could handle and, you know, ended up being tie game with two outs. So it's going to happen sometimes. Hater's been absolutely fantastic and had one more out to get, and Mookie Betts is a tough customer. And Bob Melvin, I think, echoing what we were talking about before the break, I, I can't put any blame on Josh Hader here tonight. I mean, you know, he's been so good. And even the best closers of all time will have moments where they make a mistake and a really, really good hitter makes them pay. And that's what happened with Mookie Betts, a two-out game-tying solo home run in the ninth inning. So that was, And by the way, that was all that 
uh, Hader allowed. He got the first two outs. He gave up the home run to Betts, and then to his credit, bounced back against a very good hitter in Freddie Freeman right after that. Those things will happen sometimes. We know that, right? Um, you know, Hader before this, 11 for 11 in save opportunities, but uh, here tonight, his first blown save of the season. Like I said earlier, Joe Musgrove, a really solid start, five-plus innings, no earned runs given up, was charged with one unearned run in the sixth inning. Here was Bob Melvin on the start by Joe Musgrove. I thought it was great. I mean, really, right away, you know, had good riding fastball, you know, struck out Freeman with a probably as good a Heater in the top of the zone, as we've seen for a while. Looked like he hadn't missed a beat. Spinning the ball really well. Was going to keep, you know, even sending him out for the for the sixth. You know, pitch count was under control. Didn't want him to throw more than about 85 is the most we were going to look out of him today. There was uh, an interesting moment in this game that might get a little overlooked because of everything that happened in the ninth inning and after. But in the sixth inning, Padres at that point, two to one lead runners on first and second base julio arias was on the mound but then dave roberts went to right hander yancy almonce with austin nola coming up and bob melvin instead of staying with nola the right-handed hitter he went to the rookie catcher brett sullivan to pinch it now sullivan struck out in that spot with two on two out against almonce but still an interesting um, moment there in the sense of, hey, Austin Nola is your starting catcher. Brett Sullivan doesn't have a ton of experience in the major leagues, and Bob Melvin putting trust in Brett Sullivan uh, to go up there and, and take a big at-bat in the game. And Melvin said after the game, Sullivan may get more playing time moving forward. He's been swinging the bat better, and, you know, we get into some situations where, you know, Knowles to this point hasn't come through, and mm. and, you know, Sullivan has. So we'll see where we go from here. So uh, you heard Bob Melvin say uh, there, uh, Austin Nola certainly has had his struggles offensively, and it will be interesting to see moving forward if Brett Sullivan does get more playing time. Remember, when Luis Camposano went on the IL, the series before that, uh, the, the plan for the Padres was to split that playing time between Camposano and Nola, at least for a series, and it appeared that Camposano was going to get more playing time um, partly because of what Camposano had done, and I think also partly because of the offensive struggles so far this year by Austin Nola. So that was, uh, it was just something to note in that sixth inning that Bob Melvin did go to Brett Sullivan, the rookie catcher who has had some nice moments and swinging the bat well, and I'm interested to see on this road trip uh, how much Sullivan plays. Uh, I'm sure Nola will play a lot as well, but we'll see. Uh, you might see Brett Sullivan here uh, a little bit more and more, so we'll see about that uh also bob melvin on juan soto soto today had an infield single in the eighth inning did hit into a double play in the third he was one for five that was after going 0 for four yesterday uh, soto had a base hit on friday but otherwise was uh, 0 for four or i should say a one for four with a walk here was uh, bob melvin on uh, juan soto if he's turning a corner up until the last couple of games, he's, he's been hitting his stride a lot better. He's been getting consistent at bats. You know, moved his average up quite a bit. And, you know, it's not always the, you know, easiest thing to do to carry it on against good pitching every game. But, yeah, I do think so. So that was Bob Melvin on Juan Soto. And we'll see if the Padres and Juan Soto can get it going offensively again uh, in uh 
in the road trip opener on Tuesday in Minnesota, six-game trip to Minnesota and L.A. Let's continue on on our post-game show. Again, the final score, L.A. 5, San Diego 2. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here today will stay on the Padre side of things like we typically try to do unless we really have to go to uh, the other dugout for these awards. Go with Nick Martinez. Martinez got the final out of the seventh inning, then got in trouble in the eighth inning. Leadoff double for Will Smith. Walked Max Muncie, but bounced back the strikeout. Michael Bush got a flyout from James Outman, a lineout to shortstop by Miguel Vargas, and got out of the inning. And let's be honest, at the time, that was enormous. It looked like one of the bigger moments in this game because Padres still led 2-1. to one. They would try to tack on in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Couldn't do it, but you knew that even if you still had a 2-1 to one lead, you had Josh Hader in the ninth inning. Didn't all work out, but Nick Martinez really good in relief once again here tonight. I want to look up Nick Martinez's ERA now as a reliever. I believe, and I looked it up earlier because uh, I had a, a good interview with him uh, uh, during our pregame coverage today, a really, really good interview with Nick Martinez. I'll have more info here in a second on how you can listen back to that interview. I think it was at 108 through four appearances out of the pen so far, so he's dropped now certainly below one as far as his ERA as a reliever. So he continues to be very good in that role. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight. It's really hard not to give this to Mookie Betts, right? You look at what he did in the ninth inning against the guy in Josh Shader who had been automatic in save opportunities this year. Two outs, nobody on, his team down two to one, and he had a, a big moment, big swing in this game. Tied the game, a solo home run. Got to be Mookie Betts for that moment here tonight. So I uh, would love to have given it to a Padre if uh, this were a different game. Maybe it goes to uh, Manny Machado with three hits. But I think it's got to be Mookie Betts of the Dodgers here today, our player of the game, with that game-tying home run off Josh Hader in the ninth inning. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. We have a very full look at the out-of-town scoreboard, plus a couple of play-by-play calls from around Major League Baseball today. Uh, We'll play those for you on the other side of the break. We'll also wrap this one up, get you ready for Tuesday's game in Minnesota And the road trip coming up for the Padres. Again, the final in 10 innings here tonight. The L.A. Dodgers 5, San Diego Padres 2 on the Padres Radio Network.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Good to have you with us on this Sunday evening. Padres fall to the L.A. Dodgers 5-2 to two in 10 innings here tonight as the Dodgers bounce back with uh, wins on Saturday and Sunday after losing on Friday. And so we'll see if the Padres can bounce back Tuesday in Minnesota. More on that game coming up in just a little bit. We will get to your phone calls here in just a moment. We also will take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up as well. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that as always by tweeting at me at 97.3 the fan. SD or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S A M M Y L E V. You can also send me a message on Instagram, as always, Sammy Lev, there as well. And uh, for the TikTok community out there, you can find me at Sammy Levitt. So uh, send me a tweet, send me a message, uh, your thoughts about the game. You might just get it read on the air. Well, today is a military Sunday. It's another beautiful day, all game, and military Sunday at that. San Diego County Toyota dealers are proud partners of the Padres and supporters of San Diego's military community. Thank you to all military members for your incredible service. Let's go to the phones. Uh, we have a few minutes here on the post-game coverage here on the Padres Radio Network. We lead things off with Don in Rancho Bernardo. Hi, Don. Welcome to our post-game show with Sam Levitt. How are you? Hey, I'm pretty good, Sammy. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was a gut punch, you know. i got to admit yeah. that was uh, definitely, for me anyway, the worst loss all year. And... Um, you know, they, ABC Sports used to say, what's the thrill of victory on Friday night? Now it's in a, to yesterday and today, the agony of defeat. But I have to just give a little shout-out to a good friend of mine I went to the game with. His name is Brian. And he's got such a fantastic attitude about sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even after this gut punch uh, loss tonight, he said, well, you know, it's just another game. You can't win them all. And, and, and that's certainly the right attitude to have, you know, is that it's just a game. And um, it's easy to get wrapped up with the, you know, there and, and really, you know, have it ruin your night. But then when we remember how special. All right, Don, we're uh, unfortunately losing your uh, phone connection. Uh, I, I think we got most of uh, what you said there. Thank you for calling, Don. We uh, we lost the connection there. Um, look, it's a tough one. There's no doubt about it. Um, both last night and here tonight were tough. A one-run game last night uh, where the Padres just could not get much going 
offensively. And, and again, Dodgers had two runs on three hits, a two-run home run for Chris Taylor in the fourth inning last night. That was all L.A. needed, and you would like to think with this offense that you can overcome a two-run home run. Didn't happen last night, and obviously not much offense after the first four batters. Really, no runs scored after the first four batters in this game here tonight. And uh, you got really good pitching in both the starting spot with Joe Musgrove and then the bullpen as well. And as we've been saying with uh, Josh Hader, I mean, it happens. It happens to the best closers in baseball, which Hader certainly is one of them, and uh, gave up. You know, not just a home run to anybody, but gave one up to Mookie Betts, a solo home run to tie the game. I can't put any blame on Josh Hader, really. Those things are going to happen. You hope your team can overcome them. Padres could not do that here tonight. No doubt. Look, it's a tough, tough early season loss and series loss. But if we've learned anything from last year, even in um, the rivalry, the series against the Dodgers, a really long year and Padres good news have a good opportunity next weekend in LA and they'll have many more opportunities against the Dodgers so I think this is exactly what I just said it's a tough loss but it's also a tough early season loss and um you probably wouldn't feel as bad about it had uh, the Dodgers scored 11 runs and the final score was 11-2 instead of 5-2 still would have you know stung but maybe not the way uh, it would have because of the way it happened here tonight. Hopefully the Padres can bounce back. A, a pretty good team in Minnesota. Uh, they're going to play. Let's go to Octavio calling in from Pomona. Hi, Octavio. How are you? Octavio, you there? All right. Apparently apparently we have lost Octavio. All right, Octavio. Hopefully you uh, call back again sometime soon. All right, that'll do it for our phone calls uh, here on our post-game show. Again, the final score, LA 5, San Diego 2. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, what went on around the major leagues today. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. The Braves beat the Orioles 3-2 in Atlanta earlier today in 12 innings. Michael Harris the second, a walk-off double in that game as the Braves win it 3-2. Blue Jays beat the Pirates 10-1 in Pittsburgh earlier today. Whit Merrifield, a three-run home run in that game. Dalton Varsho also had a two-run home run. Phillies beat the Red Sox 6-1 in Philadelphia earlier. Kyle Schwarber, a two-run home run in that one. Rockies beat the Mets 13-6 in New York. Chris Bryant, two-run home run in that game. Brenton Doyle also had a two-run home run for Colorado. Cleveland beat Minnesota 2-0 in Cleveland today. Jose Ramirez and Josh Bell had a couple of RBI base hits in that one for the Guardians. Tampa Bay beat New York, the Yankees, 8-7 in Tampa Bay earlier today. That was a final in 10 innings. Isaac Paredes, a walk-off RBI single for the Rays in the 10th. Royals beat the A's 5-1 in Kansas City earlier today. Salvador Perez, a solo home run in the first inning in that game. Nick Prado, also a two-run double later in the game. Cardinals beat the Tigers 12-6 in St. Louis. A big day for Paul Goldschmidt. With a runner at second, Goldschmidt swings and hits it deep. That's a three-home run game with a home run in Big Mac land. 12-6 Cardinals. 
John Rooney on the call, KMOX in St. Louis. Miami beat Chicago, the Cubs 5-4 earlier today at Wrigley Field in 14 innings. It is very rare these days you see a 14-inning game. Yuli Goriel had a solo home run in that game for Miami, but the Cubs won it. How about this? 14 innings on a go-ahead run that came on a balk in the top of the 14th. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Miami won it 5-4. to four. I think I said the Cubs won it. Miami won it 5-4 to four against the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Garrett Hampson scored that go-ahead run on the balk in the top of the 14th inning. Hard way to lose a 14-inning uh, game. Milwaukee beat San Francisco 7-3 in San Francisco earlier today. William Contreras, a two-run home run in that game. Willie Adamas also had a two-run shot. Rangers beat the Angels 16-8 in Anaheim earlier today. Josh Smith, a two-run home run in that game. Adolis Garcia had a three-run homer as well. Nationals beat the Diamondbacks 9-8 in Arizona. In Arizona earlier today, Joey Manessis had a big swing. Here's a swing and a long drive to left field. Way up there. It's going. It's going. And it's gone. Goodbye. Bang. Zooms goes Joey Manessis with a majestic soaring high fly ball. A roof scraper inside Chase Field. That was Charlie Slows on 106.7 The Fan in Washington as the Nationals beat the Diamondbacks 9-8. Mariners beat the Astros 3-1 in Seattle earlier today. Julio Rodriguez, a solo home run in that game. And the White Sox beat up on the Reds 17-4. Gavin Sheets had a three-run home run in that game. Part of an 11-run second inning for the White Sox. How about that? Hanser Alberto, also a 4-for-4 game with four RBIs in that game for Chicago. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Sunday in the Major Leagues. Taking a look at Tuesday's game for the Padres in Minnesota. First pitch at 4.40 Pacific time. Our pregame coverage will begin at 3.40. Right-hander Michael Waka on the mound for the Padres. Right-hander Louis Varland on the mound for the Twins. And that'll be the opening game of a six-game road trip and a three-game series at Target Field in Minnesota. Certainly looking forward to that one. Again, our pregame coverage will begin at 3.40. Taking a look at the final totals in the final and rubber game of this three-game series against the L.A. Dodgers. For L.A., five runs, six hits, no errors. They left on nine. For the Padres, two runs, nine hits, one error. They left on eight. Winning pitcher was Caleb Ferguson, who improves to 2-0. Losing pitcher was Brent Honeywell, who drops to 2-1. The save goes to Evan Phillips, number five on the year for Phillips. Time of game, three hours and 12 minutes, and the crowd. Here at Petco Park on this Sunday, the 13th sellout already here in San Diego in 2023. The crowds continue to be, and I really mean this, they continue to be just tremendous. Shout out to the fans. I mean, you have been awesome. Tremendous again. The attendance here today, 43,994. That'll do it for our postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, first pitch in Minnesota. On Tuesday at 4.40 p.m., our pregame show begins at 3.40. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score in 10 innings, the L.A. Dodgers 5 and the San Diego Padres 2. We'll talk to you tomorrow or no, on Tuesday.
on the Padres Radio Network.